How do you manifest that external thing from happening, that job sure. offer from sure. happening, that thing? You're projecting that out into the field, but what is the response mechanism that actually calls that back uh, to you? Uh, uh, wow, we need three bottles of wine in three <laughs> hours for that. Uh, but let's make it really simple. 70% um, of the time, people live in survival, live in stress. And that invisible field of electromagnetism that's surrounding the body, that resource of energy, is going to be squandered into chemistry. And every time you react, the field around your body shrinks a little bit more, and you become more matter, less energy, more particle, less wave. And then the hormones of stress cause you to narrow your focus on the cause. So when you narrow your focus on the cause, you're focusing on the particle in quantum physics, matter, and your senses are take, so conditioned into focusing on matter that you're beginning to experience separation. So the more I live by the hormones of stress, the more I have separation. There's separation between me and you, and my senses are fooling me into it. But the unified field says there is no separation. So then if you're addicted to those emotions and you're you're, they're heightening your senses, that's what they do in survival, and you become a materialist, and your field around your body's shrinking, then you're gonna feel separate from the quantum field, and it's going to take a long time for you to create what you want, because you're separate from the field, and you will be matter trying to change matter. So the moment you begin to activate the center, this is our connection, this is our first connection to the unified field. The moment energy moves into this center, and we've measured this. The field around the body expands, and once their energy in the heart, guess where it goes? Straight up to the brain. The heart acts as an amplifier, and literally it begins to increase energy in the brain. So now, once that field begins to expand, and you get beyond, you take all of your attention off your body, off the people in your life, the things you own, the place you need to be in time itself, and you become pure consciousness, and you take all of your attention out of this three-dimensional reality, out of the known, and you start putting your attention on that field, there is a technique that we teach to do that, and you begin to feel connected from that field. Now, the faster the frequency, the higher the emotion you feel, the shorter amount of time it's going to take for it to appear in your life because the faster the frequency, the closer you're getting to oneness and wholeness. So then when you teach people how to get beyond all of the elements in this three-dimensional reality and begin to open their heart, their heart, that frequency is their connection to the field. The moment they open their heart, they become more energy than matter, more wave than particle. And now that becomes the amplifier that begins to generate a whole new set of thoughts a whole new consciousness. And that heart center then makes us wanna serve, mm. makes us wanna take care of one another, to inform one another, to help one another, to give to one another, to heal one another. That's, that's what creates unity. We know this to be the case. We've taken a thousand people in a room. We've set 50 people in the front of the room wearing HRV monitors, heart rate monitors. And we've told the entire audience to move into heart coherence and brain coherence and have the intent for the greatest good for the people sitting in the front of the room. And in a matter of seconds, all their hearts go into coherence at the exact same time, in the exact same day, in the exact same meditation. They're being influenced by energy and their autonomic nervous system is being entrained to a new frequency. So imagine then, you begin to change your energy, you begin to affect many people in your life. And those people don't have to be right there next to you where you're touching because when you put that intent out, we're all so much more connected than no. we all ever believe. And, and we are connected. We are connected. We are connected. And that now you're creating from the field. So imagine then, if you're, connect, if you're feeling connected to all possibilities, 
<laughs> then it makes sense then that once you're connected, you don't have to worry about how it's going to happen or when it's going to happen. It's none of your business. It's like your consciousness is already communicating with the consciousness of all of the collective consciousness around you, which we're all connected to ultimately. And the closer you get to source, the more you can surrender and go deeper, the more connected you are, then how it plays out in three-dimensional reality, leave it up to the greater mind mm. and just live as if your future has already happened. Hey, it's Evan Carmichael, and this channel was created to help you overcome the number one challenge that is holding you back, a lack of belief in yourself. You watch these videos because you know there's something more inside you too. You've got Michael Jordan level genius at something. So today, let's live your best belief life and learn how to attract things quickly into your life. Enjoy. Rule number two is visualize with Jay Shetty. Visualization, the recreation of images, sounds, and environments before it has happened is one of the most powerful skills in the world. A very powerful meditation and mindfulness practice, visualization has been used for centuries to help prepare the mind, the body, and the consciousness for upcoming challenges, situations, and circumstances. Some of the world's greatest athletes use visualization as a way to prepare for big Big games, the big day, musicians for their new concerts and tours, and CEOs for their very important meetings. Psychologist Alan Richardson set out to prove the power of visualization through an experiment that I want to share with you today. That's great. Do tell. Richardson gathered a group of basketball players and arranged them into three different groups. The intent of this study was to demonstrate the effectiveness of visualization in how the players converted free throws. Nothing but net. The three groups were as follows. The first group practiced 20 minutes every day. The second group visualized themselves making free throws but didn't participate in practice. The third group did not practice free throws or visualization at all. You don't have to do anything. The results were absolutely staggering. The group that only visualized free throws and didn't practice at all showed marked improvement and were nearly as accurate as the ones that practiced for 20 minutes every single day. What? What it showed is that visualization and the recreation of that moment in time allowed people to prepare mentally to the effect of 20 minutes a day of practice. Now the group that didn't practice or didn't visualize at all naturally regressed. They took a step backward. Well, this is shown in countless other examples as well, is how visualization with action, with practice, can be the formula that we've all been looking for. Often we get forced into action without visualization. And although that really gets us going and that practice really does make us perfect, that visualization can start the process with more confidence, more conviction, and more courage. Rule number three is put in the work. I don't think people understand that you actually need to put in the work and be persistent. You just also have to couple it with a very positive mindset. But, you know, uh, Will Smith talks about um, the concept of, and I've like mentioned this a lot, like laying a brick a day until you have a wall. Mm. You know, I think his dad took them, you yeah. know the story I'm talking about? Yeah, and they yeah. like did the brick a day. Like, how are we going to build a wall? And you go out there and you lay a brick a day. So I really resonate with that whole um, story and concept. And I think it's really true. I think a lot of people are just focused on the whole bigger picture and like, how am I going to be this famous musician? Like, I haven't even made a song yet. It's like, you're not supposed to be thinking about like, 
all that to the point where it's daunting and crippling. You're just supposed to, you know what? I know I'm going to get there. I can feel what it's like. But in the meantime, I'm going to lay a brick a day. I'm going to make a song a day or make a beat a day or find samples every day or study every day. Like as long as you're doing something towards the bigger picture, a small thing every day, you're good. That's yeah. real. That's yeah. real. And, that, and that's how it has to be built. Yeah. Also, to make sure you're actually taking action after watching this video, I've designed a special free worksheet just for this video. The worksheet will highlight all of the lessons learned in this video, as well as pull out our three favorite learnings and quotes that will inspire you to actually do something. The worksheet will also give you space to write down what your key takeaways are and your specific plan of action to make sure you're getting results. If you want the worksheet designed specifically for this video absolutely for free, there's a link in the description below. Go click on it and start building the momentum in your life and your business. I'll see you there. Rule number four, let go of beliefs that hold you back with Gabby Bernstein. Everyone has unresolved areas where they are out of alignment due to their upbringing, their belief systems from childhood, experiential belief systems, whatever has been imprinted. So some people might be health, some people might be sex, some people might be money, some people might be their worth, some people might be all of the above, whatever. We've all got it. We've all got an area or many where we are misaligned with the feeling of love and abundance and, and grace. That's normal, that's natural, that's where it's at. And just because you fall into those belief systems and feel into that frequency from time to time doesn't mean that you are doing anything wrong. It's that you are your awareness of it is actually major, okay? So the undoing of the lack mentality is a journey of clearing the belief systems from a experiential time in your life, right? That happens once again through books like The Universe Has Your Back. So fantastic that you're doing that. Transform fear to faith. Excellent work. It comes through therapeutic practices like we've been talking about today. It comes through mental reconditioning. And here's the good news. We all have these conditioned neural pathways from the experiences that we've had as children, particularly young childhood experiences. But the good news is thanks to neural plasticity, our brain actually can change. Our brain can reorganize. Our brain can become new. Our fight-flight responses can subside. Our PTSD can dissolve. Our lack mentality can turn into an abundance mentality. We, our brain has the power to change. And so much of that change happens with the repetition of new behavior. So one thing that you can do simply in this moment is to notice when you are in that lack mentality Notice how it makes you feel, forgive the thought, and choose again. And this is a method I've shared over and over and over again on this show, the choose again method. Because yes, I could say to all of you, go do 10 years of therapy, which everyone I hope will have the opportunity to do whatever that form that comes. But what you can do for yourself, you're here for self-help. You're here for Gabby to tell me how I can serve myself. You can be in the proactive development of new thought patterns that feel better. Not thought patterns that you don't believe in, but thought patterns that make you feel better. So when you notice that lack story show up, step one, notice the thought and how it makes you feel. Step two, forgive yourself for having the thought. It's very simple. 
up, oh, there's my childhood story. There's my parents' lack story again. Up, oh, there it is again. All right, I forgive myself. It just showed up again because that forgiveness will dissolve that guilt and tension and fear that you're manifesting it, all that crap, right? Third step, choose the next best feeling thought. Choose the thought of, you know what? I just forgave myself for that thought. So I'm dissolving it in this moment. I actually am listening to the universe has your back and it's so supportive. Then I can actually go and listen to super attractor. So you can go from thought to thought to thought to reach for the next best feeling thought. And by the way, isn't that an abundant moment? I just gave you something. So your willingness to face this lack mentality is already activating abundance within you. Right. And especially if you're feeling afraid that you're manifesting things because you're having the thoughts, then just forgive the thoughts because, or forgive yourself for having the thought. Because the moment that you say, oh, I forgive myself for that thought, or I forgive that thought, it doesn't have power over you anymore because you've recognized I am not that thought. It's just a thought that I keep thinking. I am not that belief. It's just a thought that I keep thinking. Rule number five is believe what you visualize with Rhonda Byrne. I want you to know that there's not really any difference between you walking around in this world here. This is for law of attraction. No difference to that or you imagining in your mind. There's no difference. It doesn't know any difference between the two. So if you're if you're visualizing it, law of attraction for law of attraction, this is something that you you already have. And and so if you're not really believing it, it it just kind of means you need to do it some more. Right. And um, and and try and come up with some scenarios that are really believable to you. Like one of the things I would always do to manifest, and I don't know why it just worked for me. I defaulted to this. I would I would imagine I would imagine telling somebody what I had manifested, that it had already manifested. So I would imagine those phone calls. I would imagine talking to a friend. I would imagine people saying, you know, saying to me, wow, how did you get that? Where did you get that? So that was really believable to me. But if, because if you really want something, then you're going to want to share it with family and friends. And, and so that really worked incredibly well for me. So maybe that might work for you. Give that a try. And rule number six, the last one before some very special bonus clips is trust your higher self with Big Sean. That must have been an uncomfortable place to live for one or two years. When you feel you're going to get your break, it doesn't happen. Yeah. Your friends are now moved on. Yeah. And everyone's... And, yeah. and I'm still in the same bed that I grew up in. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, yeah. I, I was sleeping in a twin size bed, man. I'm 18, 19 years old. You feel me? Yeah. And... Uh, it was so frustrating and it was a test of my ego, bro. It was mm. a test of my ego. But I was a visual, I would visualize Kanye reaching out. I would visualize, I just knew that it was gonna happen. I didn't know how. And like I was like, I'm gonna make it happen somehow. And it just it did, bro. And it's like something you gotta trust. Mm. You know, imagine you being on a cliff and it's like there's no more cliff there. But you like, hey man, there's an invisible bridge. You know, if you had a if you had a guy a guidance next to you, like you had your higher self walking next to you, yeah. and you're like, bro, there's nowhere to walk. And he's like, I'm telling you, if you take a step, it's an invisible bridge right in front of you, and that takes a lot of faith to walk on that bridge. Yeah, you know that you can't even see. Yeah. But that's what I had to do because that's 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 the decision I made. Your energy dictates your results. Think about it. When when you have felt 
positive, motivated, energized, ready to go, courageous, bold. You show up differently, right? You show up differently than when you're feeling depressed, that it's not gonna work out, the negative self-talk, someone like you can't do it, you're not getting any momentum, you're not getting the results. Like, think about your own mental state when you are trying to accomplish a goal and the difference between when you have positive energy versus negative energy. It has nothing to do with your skills, it has nothing to do with your potential, it has everything to do with how you're feeling right now. <laughs> right? It's why I say that lack of belief is the world's number one problem. You don't believe in yourself enough, you don't have the right energy level, and so you don't go off and create, even though you've got it inside you to do it, and you've got the heart and the mission and the care and the love, and you want to do it. So it's all about changing your energy states. I think there's a misconception that people who are high achievers wake up and just feel energized and motivated and ready to go, right? Today, I did not wake up and say, yes, come on, <laughs> let's go take on the day, I'm so excited, <laughs> right? That's not how I woke up. Today I woke up, it was dark outside, it's snowing, as you can, you can tell here, right? It's snowing, look at, look at, what, look at what Nina's driving through. Stay safe, Nina. Both of our safety depends on it. She's, <laughs> she's driving through the, the snowstorm, it's dark outside, and I wake up and, and the difference is I don't, I don't put my feet on the ground and get all jazzed up and start yelling about what a great day it's gonna be. I, I wake up and I'm tired and I'm like, why is it so dark outside? Why do we have this snowstorm? Uh, you know, I'm thinking about the call I had yesterday with Brendan Burchard on Zoom and he's showing me his tropical uh, Puerto Rican beach backdrop and I got Canadian snow happening here right now. The difference is the people who you admire, who have the success, who are the high achievers, they don't wake up like they're a, a superhuman and extra motivated. They're just like you. The difference is they have the habits and the routines where they demand the energy from themselves. They create the energy for themselves. And so there's, there's two things that I want you to start thinking about. How do you do it, right? Like, okay, great, Evan. How do I do it? How do I actually change my energy? How do I get it so that I am feeling powerful, bold, motivated, confident, excited on a daily basis? Because it is possible and because you know how great you feel and you know the results that you get when you're feeling that way. So two things that I want you to keep in mind. The first one is having something in your morning routine that demands that from you. So for me, music is the fastest way to change my state, music. I have a, a playlist called the Believe Playlist. Um, it's hashtag believe all caps on my main channel, you can go find it. That's the music I listen to every day. It, that may not be the thing that gets you fired up, but it is for me. Music is the fastest way to change your state because there are some songs that when they come on, when you hear them, it just makes you wanna move. You might get up and dance, you might just be nodding your head, you might be tapping your foot, but there are some songs when they come on that make you wanna move. It can't just be the same song every day because then you're gonna get sick of it and bored of it, but you make a playlist of the different music that when it comes on, it forces you to shift your state. We often put on the music for how we currently feel. So when you're sad and low and depressed or upset, you put on music that makes you feel reinforced in your sad and low and depressed and upset states. When you're sad and low, you don't put on music to make you feel better. You put on music to keep you where you are. That's the problem. That, that then what? It keeps you where you are, <laughs> right? When you put on the music for how you currently feel, it keeps you where you are. Where what you want to do is use music to shift your state. So when you're feeling not so motivated, when you're feeling tired, when you're feeling low, you put on music that gets you up. And what's going to happen? You're going to feel a little bit more up. 
So putting that as a part of your daily routine. Daily, 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 daily routine. It matters. It makes a difference. If you if you started your day with music that would make you feel energized, pumped up, motivated, ready to go, if you started your day with that, your day will look different. Your days will look different. Your weeks will then look different. Your months will look different. And the, the things that you accomplish will look dramatically different. Okay? So that's a daily basis. I need you to shift your morning routine to incorporate something like that. Just try it. Try it for a week and see how you feel. It'll make a difference, I promise. Step number two is reacting to the moment. So that's what we do in our, step number one is what we do on a daily basis in the morning. Step number two is when we have something that we come across that makes us feel less confident, that makes us feel scared, that is a big opportunity, that makes us question ourselves, doubt ourselves. When you look at your calendar, or you look at your emails, or you look at the results and you've seen that you're not where you want to be. The tendency is to beat ourselves up. The tendency is to play scared. The tendency is to act small. The tendency is to procrastinate and go do something else, right? You know, I've been there, you've been there. Maybe you are there right now. You know what I'm talking about. Energy is now the reason why we're staying where we are. So how do we shift our energy? In those moments, one, remind yourself that you do difficult things. You do difficult things. That if it's hard, that if it's scary, that it's difficult, you're gonna do it. You're gonna do it, you're gonna show up, you're gonna do it because you do difficult things. It, it cuts the brain out of the equation because now it's time to show yourself what you can do instead of overthinking, over-procrastinating uh, and being overly scared. Life is a series of changes. Those of us who are rigid and inflexible in our thinking often snap when the winds of change blow. But those of us who are like willow trees bend easily and adapt to the new changes. If we refuse to change, then life passes us by and we get left behind. Just as a flexible body is more comfortable to be in, so is a flexible mind more comfortable to live in. I am open to the new and changing. Every moment presents a wonderful new opportunity to become more of who I am. I flow with life easily and effortlessly. I now go beyond other people's fears and limitations. I am not my mother's fears and limitations, nor am I my father's fears and limitations. I'm not even my own fears and limitations. These are only false thoughts that have been hanging around in my mind. I can erase them as easily as I can clean a dirty window. When the window of my mind is clean, I can see clearly the negative thoughts for what they are, and I can choose to eliminate them. It is my mind that creates my experiences. I am unlimited in my own ability to create the good in my life. Life mirrors my every thought. As I keep my thoughts positive, life brings me only good experiences. There is plenty for everyone, including me. There is so much food on this planet that we could feed everyone. Yes, there are people who are starving, but it is not the lack of food. It is the lack of love that allows this to happen. There is so much money and so many riches in the world, far more than we know. 
If it were all distributed equally, within a month or so, those who have money now would have more, and those who are poor now would once again be poor. For wealth has to do with consciousness and deservability. There are billions of people on this planet, yet you will hear people tell you that they are lonely. If we don't reach out, love cannot find us. So as I affirm my self-worth and my deservability, that which I need comes to me in the perfect time-space availability. The ocean of life is lavish with its abundance. All my needs and desires are met before I even ask. My good comes from everywhere and everyone and everything. All is well in my world. My life has always worked perfectly, only I did not know it. I didn't realize that every negative event in my world was life reflecting back to me my belief system. Now that I am aware, I can consciously program my thinking process to have a life that works on all levels. Everything in my life works now and forevermore. My work is deeply fulfilling. When we learn to love what we do, then life sees to it that we will always have interesting creative occupations. When you are ready emotionally and mentally for the next step in life, life will move you to it. Give your best to life today. I do what I love and love what I do. I know that I am always working in the right place with just the right people and that I learn all of the valuable lessons my soul needs to learn. Life supports me. When you follow the laws of life, life will support you abundantly. Life created me to be fulfilled. I trust life and life is always there at every turn. I am safe. My future is glorious. Our futures will always represent our current thoughts. What you are thinking and saying right now is creating your future. So think glorious thoughts and you will have a glorious future. I now live in limitless love, light and joy. All is well in my world. I open new doors to life. As I walk down the corridor of life, there are doors on every side. Each one opens to a new experience. The more I clear the negative thought patterns from my mind, the more I find doors that open to only good experiences. My clarity of thinking brings to me the best that life has to offer. I rejoice in what I have. And I know fresh new experiences are always ahead of me. I greet the new with open arms. I trust life to be wonderful. I claim my own power and I lovingly create my own reality. No one can do it for you. Only you can make your own declarations in your mind. If you give your power to others, then you have none. When you claim your power, it is yours. Use it wisely. I ask for more understanding so that I may knowingly and lovingly shape my world and my experiences. I now create a wonderful new job. 
Bless your current job with love and release it with love to the next person who takes your place, knowing that you are moving into a new level of life. Keep your affirmations for the new position clear and positive and know that you deserve the best. I am totally open and receptive to a wonderful new position, using my creative talents and abilities, working with and for people I love in a wonderful location and earning good money. Everything I touch is a success. We always have the option of poverty thinking or prosperity thinking. When we think thoughts of lack and limitation, then that is what we experience. There is no way you can be prosperous if your thinking is impoverished. To be successful, you need to constantly think thoughts of prosperity and abundance. I now establish a new awareness of success. I know I can be as successful as I make my mind up to be. I move into the winning circle. Golden opportunities are everywhere for me. Prosperity of every kind is drawn to me. I am open and receptive to new avenues of income. When we are open and receptive, life will find many ways to bring income to us. As we know and affirm that we deserve all good, the infinite source will open new channels. We often limit our own good by believing in fixed income and other closed ideas. Opening our consciousness opens the banks of heaven. I now receive my good from expected and unexpected sources. I am an unlimited being accepting from an unlimited source in an unlimited way. I am blessed beyond my fondest dreams. I deserve the best and I accept the best now. The only thing that keeps us from having the good in our life is that we don't believe we deserve it. Somewhere in childhood we learned that we didn't deserve and we believed it. Now it is time to release that belief. I am mentally and emotionally equipped to enjoy a prosperous and loving life. It is my birthright to deserve all good. I claim my good now. Life is simple and easy. The laws of life are simple, far too simple for many people who want to struggle and complicate things. What you give out comes back to you. What you believe about yourself and about life becomes true for you. It is that simple. All I need to know at any given moment is revealed to me. I trust myself and I trust life and all is well. The brain only learns by, only, we only see reality based on pattern recognition. I memorize your face, now I know Lewis. And if the pattern matches, I know. But if you're creating a future, and you're not clear on that future, and you want all these things, but you haven't addressed all those circuits and behaviors and emotions and chemicals of the past, you won't recognize the pattern. You'll walk right past the relationship. You'll never see it. So, so I think that there's wow. the preparation for the relationship, the overcoming, and overcoming, and overcoming, and overcoming, and overcoming, and becoming, Ooh. all of a sudden now says, I am worthy.
And the universe only gives us what we think we're worthy of receiving. So when you're worthy to receive, it's not going to be on Match.com when you're looking at body parts and whatever else. <laughs> this is going to be like ka-ching. An like, energy like, connection. Wow. Yeah. Like that came out of nowhere because <laughs> when you're in survival and you're in separation and you're in lack and you're forcing and controlling and trying to predict outcomes, your matter trying to change matter. And of course, it's going to take time for this to happen because you're creating a three-dimensional reality and everything in three-dimensional reality takes time. Mm -hmm. But when you're creating from the heart with a coherent brain and a coherent heart and you got that 5G Wi-Fi signal, it's, it's not like you go anywhere now. <laughs> the experiences are coming to, you're drawing the event to you. So, mm. so we spend a lot of time bonding with our future emotionally. I have colleagues of mine who look at our, our data on oxytocin and they're like, uh, listen, oxytocin levels go up during, a, you know, when I'm, I'm in, a, in a relationship, the honeymoon stage of relationship, and it, I'm monogamy is created because of those chemicals or uh, a female mammal is bonding with our offspring. That's exactly right. I want our people, our students to bond and fall in love with their future just like they do with somebody else. And when you're bonded to your future, no person, no circumstance, no thing is going to remove you from it. So then, if you fall from grace during the day, then the next question is, what person, what circumstance caused me to disconnect from my love in the future? Mm. And let me rehearse in my mind, if I have that same circumstance, how I'm gonna overcome it. Open your eyes and be in the initiation of life mm. and stay in that place and just yeah. know that your future is gonna happen. So, so, being able to activate the heart and breathe in there and get the body out of survival and start working with it like it feels safe enough to create. Once energy makes it here, you're going to get some really good ideas. Yeah. You're gonna see things you never thought of seeing. You're gonna feel things you never thought you'd feel. And the, the, the images that you're creating, what are they doing? The thoughts that you're creating, they're making more of those chemicals. And now you're feeling more of the, the feeling of your future before it happens. You're, you're giving your body a sampling. Mm. A taste of the future before it's happened. Keep doing that enough times, and that feeling is going to become very familiar to you. There was a, a researcher uh, out of Yale University that, uh, in the 1940s, was studying electromagnetic fields around living organisms. And in the 1940s in Yale, at Yale University, nobody was doing this, and he was a, a vitalist. He wanted to understand the unseen fields around living organisms. So he started studying eggs. All kinds of eggs. Chicken eggs, you know, swallow eggs, reptile eggs, snake eggs, salamander eggs, there's all kinds of eggs. And he was using a magnetometer and what he found was what 100% of the time, no matter what egg he measured, the positive charge was always at the head mm -hmm. and the negative charge was always at the tail. Well, if you have positive charge on one end and negative charge on the other end, you got an external electromagnetic field called a magnetic field. That's a magnet, right? What happens with human beings is every thought has a frequency. Every thought produces a chemical. So if you keep obsessing about your lack, your lack of finances, your lack of time, your lack of energy, lack, 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 and, and those thoughts. I don't have this, I, I don't need this, What, I want what are this. the chemicals you're feeding your body? You're taking thought, it's producing a frequency, and that frequency in the form of chemistry is storing that thought emotionally right in your second center. You feel guilty, you feel unhappy. The moment you feel unhappy, then you generate more thoughts equal to that feeling, which makes more chemicals, and you keep taking 
energy from the brain and storing it in the body. If you react to people in your life and you feel anger, frustration, whether it's traffic, the news, whatever it is, parents, you, parents whatever, girl, what, you're drawing from this field, this electromagnetic field, you're tapping that resource and you're making chemistry out of it and the field shrinks. So now, mm. by doing that and living in survival, the body no longer is a magnet. So now you have very little energy in the brain. In fact, 5% of the energy is in the brain. Then 95% is stored in the body. Now the body's been conditioned emotionally. So a lot of energy in the body, very little in the brain. Many people come to me and say, I, I want to be a millionaire. I, 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 and there's a great song about, I'm going to be a millionaire. And they read things like The Secret, which says, if you want to be a millionaire, just, just wish it and it will happen. And that's not quite enough. I've worked with many, many, many millionaires. And I became on myself quite a long time ago now, never having possibly thought that could ever happen. When I was at school, I was going to be a nanny. That's how much I thought I could earn in my lifetime. That's what I thought I was meant to be. But then I worked with so many multimillionaires and billionaires, and I really understand how to attract money, how to attract wealth. And I'm going to take you through today why you haven't yet become a millionaire. There's several things that will stop you. Here's the number one. You don't believe you are worth it. You may want money, you may long for money, but if you have an inner belief that says, I'm not worth it, not only won't you attract that money, if you did, you would get rid of all of it. So if you wish to become a millionaire, you must decide you're worth it. The more reasons you can decide you're worth it, the more you'll have that motivation, that fire, that drive to go out and make a lot of money. The second thing that will make you become and stay a millionaire is working out how much good you will do with the millions that you make. You see, Bill Gates, what an amazing guy. He says that in 20 years, uh, malaria won't exist because he is using his money to wipe out malaria. That's an extraordinary thing. And he deserves all the wealth he has for that reason alone. If you can think of something that you could do or the people you would help and impact by becoming a millionaire, the more reasons you can come up with, the more people you can help, the more reasons you will have to become and stay a millionaire. And here's the third thing, and this is so important. Many people think, well, I'm just going to float around and manifest millions. I'm just going to sit at home on my sofa and manifest millions if you want a job. You go out and look for a job. If you want a new home, you go out and visit new homes. If you want a partner, you better go out and put yourself in front of people. And if you want to make and keep millions, you need to decide what are you going to do to make those millions? What gift or talent do you have that you can monetize? You may say, I don't have anything, but that's not true. If you really take a while, you can find a gift, a unique skill set you have that you could monetize. You see, some of the smartest people in the world, they don't invent a product. They take an existing product like James Dyson. He took a hairdryer. He took a fan heater. He took a vacuum cleaner. He took a hand dryer and he made them better. And many, many people take an existing product to make it better and become a millionaire that way. It's not about, shall I invent something? I don't have an inventive mind. I'm not creative. It's about an idea. You may come up with a new product. You may take someone else's product. 
For instance, shapewear wasn't new when Spanx came on the market and became a multi, multi-million dollar company. They didn't invent a new product. Well, they sort of did. They took an existing product, they made it so much better. And you can do that too. But the biggest blocks I see with budding millionaires are these things. One is, I'm going to be a millionaire. I'm going to be a millionaire. And they just try and imagine it in the future. And the thing about the mind is the human mind doesn't future pace very well. One of the reasons depressed people can't snap out of it is because they can't future pace. And by the way, if this is making sense to you, please like, please share, please subscribe to my channel and show it to other people who also want to make money. Why wouldn't you want to make money? You can do great things for others when you make money, but they don't know how. They've been deluded by these manifestation from sit at home and chant Om Shanti and money will fall from the heavens. We all know that's not true. So if you want money, you must be able to visualize, but it must be now. You must be able to think of how you're going to money. What could you possibly do to make money? Remember that woman who changed the face of a floor mop? They made a movie about her. And she became a millionaire and she was a housewife. But one day she was mopping her floor. You know, this is not really a good mop. And she recreated and reinvented a floor mop and has made millions that way. But here's another big block. You have to work hard. Many people think, well, I just manifest. I just sit at home. The best plan in the world will not work if you don't work. So people get this really weird belief that people who make millions don't work. They just manifest. It falls from the heavens. They float around doing a little stuff here and there. And that's not true. I work with millionaires and billionaires and they do work hard. They work long and they work hard on their way to success. They work a lot. When they get success, of course they can take time out. But you see, when you do what you love and love what you do, it never really feels like work. I love what I do. I do what I love. I often say I feel like I've never worked a day in my life because I love what I do. But really, I have worked hard. When I've written books, I've been writing for 12 hours a day, meeting deadlines. I travel all over the world through time zones, giving talks. And sometimes that's tiring. I plan out my schools and I'm there teaching but I love it so much it doesn't feel like work. But if you believe you can be a millionaire and not have to change anything or do anything or work hard, you will probably never be a millionaire. You have to work hard. You have to apply yourself. The best plan will not work if you don't. You have to have phenomenal, extraordinary self-belief. And finally, you have to put yourself around other people who've made money, ask them, what did you do? What happened to you? You see, I met Wayne Dyer many years ago, and he said something I always remembered, do not die with your music still inside. And I thought, wow, I'm one of the best therapists in the world, and I can't die with my therapy. I mean, I need to create a course, make a school teacher to other people. I was so glad I listened to him. And I've listened to many people who say the same thing. I didn't go to university. I didn't have a charm background, I wasn't born into money, but I had a dream, a vision, and I married that vision to very hard work. I kept going. 
please don't think successful people never get rejected. They do, but they bounce back. They come back. They have unshakable, unwavering confidence. They have drive and determination. So take a few minutes and just get out a little notebook or on your phone, write out all the reasons why you would like to be a millionaire, all the good things you could do if you were a millionaire, the people you could help, and then decide what industry you could go into. Are you going to invent something, create something? And some of the smartest people create things entirely by mistake. Look at what other millionaires have done. Read some books written by millionaires. There are many. Read Richard Branson. Read Felix Dennis. Look at some stories of millionaires and decide if they can do it, I can do it. This is a template and I'm going to follow that template. And if you have the belief, the vision, the work ethic, the drive and the confidence, you will become a millionaire. Life is a series of changes. Those of us who are rigid and inflexible in our thinking often snap when the winds of change blow. But those of us who are like willow trees bend easily and adapt to the new changes. If we refuse to change, then life passes us by and we get left behind. Just as a flexible body is more comfortable to be in, so is a flexible mind more comfortable to live in. I am open to the new and changing. Every moment presents a wonderful new opportunity to become more of who I am. I flow with life easily and effortlessly. I now go beyond other people's fears and limitations. I am not my mother's fears and limitations, nor am I my father's fears and limitations. I'm not even my own fears and limitations. These are only false thoughts that have been hanging around in my mind. I can erase them as easily as I can clean a dirty window. When the window of my mind is clean, I can see clearly the negative thoughts for what they are, and I can choose to eliminate them. It is my mind that creates my experiences. I am unlimited in my own ability to create the good in my life. Life mirrors my every thought. As I keep my thoughts positive, life brings me only good experiences. There is plenty for everyone, including me. There is so much food on this planet that we could feed everyone. Yes, there are people who are starving, but it is not the lack of food. It is the lack of love that allows this to happen. There is so much money and so many riches in the world, far more than we know. If it were all distributed equally, within a month or so, those who have money now would have more, and those who are poor now would once again be poor. For wealth has to do with consciousness and deservability. There are billions of people on this planet, yet you will hear people tell you that they are lonely. If we don't reach out, love cannot find us. So as I affirm my self-worth and my deservability, that which I need comes to me in the perfect time-space availability. The ocean of life is lavish with its abundance. All my needs and desires are met before I even ask. My good comes from everywhere and everyone and everything.
all is well in my world. My life has always worked perfectly, only I did not know it. I didn't realize that every negative event in my world was life reflecting back to me my belief system. Now that I am aware, I can consciously program my thinking process to have a life that works on all levels. Everything in my life works now and forevermore. My work is deeply fulfilling. When we learn to love what we do, then life sees to it that we will always have interesting creative occupations. When you are ready emotionally and mentally for the next step in life, life will move you to it. Give your best to life today. I do what I love and love what I do. I know that I am always working in the right place with just the right people and that I learn all of the valuable lessons my soul needs to learn. Life supports me. When you follow the laws of life, life will support you abundantly. Life created me to be fulfilled. I trust life and life is always there at every turn. I am safe. My future is glorious. Our futures will always represent our current thoughts. What you are thinking and saying right now is creating your future. So think glorious thoughts and you will have a glorious future. I now live in limitless love, light and joy. All is well in my world. I open new doors to life. As I walk down the corridor of life, there are doors on every side. Each one opens to a new experience. The more I clear the negative thought patterns from my mind, the more I find doors that open to only good experiences. My clarity of thinking brings to me the best that life has to offer. I rejoice in what I have. And I know fresh new experiences are always ahead of me. I greet the new with open arms. I trust life to be wonderful. I claim my own power and I lovingly create my own reality. No one can do it for you. Only you can make your own declarations in your mind. If you give your power to others, then you have none. When you claim your power, it is yours. Use it wisely. I ask for more understanding so that I may knowingly and lovingly shape my world and my experiences. I now create a wonderful new job. Bless your current job with love and release it with love to the next person who takes your place, knowing that you are moving into a new level of life. Keep your affirmations for the new position clear and positive and know that you deserve the best. I am totally open and receptive to a wonderful new position, using my creative talents and abilities, working with and for people I love in a wonderful location and earning good money. Everything I touch is a success. We always have the option of poverty thinking or prosperity thinking. When we think thoughts of lack and limitation, then that is what we experience. 
There is no way you can be prosperous if your thinking is impoverished. To be successful, you need to constantly think thoughts of prosperity and abundance. I now establish a new awareness of success. I know I can be as successful as I make my mind up to be. I move into the winning circle. Golden opportunities are everywhere for me. Prosperity of every kind is drawn to me. I am open and receptive to new avenues of income. When we are open and receptive, life will find many ways to bring income to us. As we know and affirm that we deserve all good, the infinite source will open new channels. We often limit our own good by believing in fixed income and other closed ideas. Opening our consciousness opens the banks of heaven. I now receive my good from expected and unexpected sources. I am an unlimited being accepting from an unlimited source in an unlimited way. I am blessed beyond my fondest dreams. I deserve the best and I accept the best now. The only thing that keeps us from having the good in our life is that we don't believe we deserve it. Somewhere in childhood we learned that we didn't deserve and we believed it. Now it is time to release that belief. I am mentally and emotionally equipped to enjoy a prosperous and loving life. It is my birthright to deserve all good. I claim my good now. Life is simple and easy. The laws of life are simple, far too simple for many people who want to struggle and complicate things. What you give out comes back to you. What you believe about yourself and about life becomes true for you. It is that simple. All I need to know at any given moment is revealed to me. I trust myself and I trust life and all is well. If you can't feel the emotion of your future, your manifestation of love before it's made manifest, like people say, well, well, when my relationship hat, when I find Mr. Right, then I'm gonna feel love. Like, waiting for the outer environment to change, to take away this feeling of anger, resentment, emptiness, but they forgot that they create reality. In other words, when it finally appears that I'm gonna feel love, that's, that's cause and effect. We're waiting for something to happen. If you're feeling the lack and the emptiness, then you're keeping your relationship at arm's length mm. because you don't have the magnetic field to draw to you. So the emotions that come from these energy centers, the lower energy centers in our body do have frequencies, there's chemistry involved, but they have a different agenda. So now we ask the person, can you teach your body emotionally what the future will feel like before it's made manifest? That means you can't wait for your relationship to feel love. You have to reverse that battleship and understand feeling love now. is going to be yeah. the magnet. And if you can hold the vision of your future, a clear intention, with a coherent brain, organize signals into the field, and you could actually crack this thing open and practice getting so present in the moment hmm. that you're not anticipating the next moment or trying to predict the future.
and you're no longer romancing the emotions of your past, you can find that sweet spot of the generous present moment. The familiar past is the known, emotionally. The predictable future is the habituation of autopilot being unconscious and programs. Those are both knowns. Mm. There's only one place where the unknown exists, that's the present moment. So if you could work with your body to the point that it trusts you enough to feel so safe mm. that you have conquered it in a certain way that it could actually relax into the present moment and it's not worried about what's gonna happen next or what's going on around, around you or that you need to eat, you need to pee, you need to move. Right. You, you got beyond all your drives and you're, you're ready to create. That moment where you're present, if you could begin to work with your heart and start to breathe and start to practice feeling love. In the beginning, it would feel foolish or gratitude. Why would I feel love if it hasn't happened? Well, that's because you've been hypnotized mm. into waiting for your world to change to feel the, feel the emotion from the experience. Wow. But according to the quantum model, your emotion ahead of the experience, when you combine that clear intention with the elevated emotion and you feel love, your body's so objective that it's actually believing, it's living in that future mm. in the present moment. And your body now is beginning to change. You are beginning to change your biology to reflect what you're about to experience in your future. So the stronger the love you feel, the more altered you feel inside of you, the more you're gonna pay attention to that picture in your mind. Stimulus, response, memory, emotion, mm. thought and feeling, but now you're remembering your future instead of remembering your past. And if you're truly in the present moment and you know exactly what you want and you begin to teach your body emotion, start practicing opening that heart, it's amazing what happens. The moment that heart begins to open, we've measured this so many times, Lewis, on a, on a scan, on a, on a real-time brain scan, when the heart moves into this kind of rhythm, when you're feeling frustration, when you're feeling impatient, when you're feeling resentment, you are stepping on the gas pedal and you're stepping on the brake at the same time oh. and the heart is pumping against a closed system and it causes an erratic beat. It, it becomes incoherent. And energy literally leaves the heart. Now, you no longer believe in your future. You can't put your heart into your future. You can't trust the outcome because there's no energy there. It's, it's being used and consumed somewhere else. So energy is leaving the brain as well. But once energy starts to move into the heart, we've seen this so many times, and it starts to beat in this rhythm, like banging a drum or dropping a pebble in water, pebble after pebble, the heart begins to create a wave of energy right to the brain. Like, like taking a big sheet and going like that, and then all of a sudden you see this wave, wow. and the brain gets this rush of energy, and that change in brain wave patterns, that change, that wave is carrying information and the person starts to get a very clear idea. They see their future very clearly. Now, now that energy is causing them to move into very coherent alpha brainwave patterns, which is the state of creation. This is when you no longer hear the voice in your head that's talking to you that you listen to and believe is the truth. I'm not good enough. Yeah, whatever that is. Those are, that's called the default mode. It suppresses the default mode network, and the next thing you know, you start seeing in pictures and images. You start dreaming. And that's the imagination, that's the creative state. So now, you start naturally imagining the heart is the creative center. We gotta put our heart into our future, it better be open and activated. Mm. So now, when you start falling in love with your future, 
oxytocin is released in the brain and in the heart. Oxytocin signals nitric oxide. Nitric oxide signals another chemical called endothelial-derived relaxing factor. And just like when your sexual organs get filled with blood because you're aroused, the same thing happens here as it would happen somewhere else. And literally, the arteries in the heart and lungs engorge, and now your heart feels full, and it's thumping in order, and you're in the present moment. Now, once that happens, and it's beating in rhythm, the heart produces an external magnetic field up to three meters wide. Now, you're in survival, you're drawing from the field and turning into chemistry. When you get energy in the heart, it's causing a change in the brain, and all of a sudden, it's resetting the baseline for trauma, and now here you have a magnetic field. Now the heart is your magnet. It is, it is the center of creation, and now that that energy is frequency, mm. and frequency carries information, and you can lay the thought of your new relationship on that <laughs> energy. Because you made it this far in the video, I want to celebrate you. Most people start and don't finish. Most people never actually follow through. Most people say they want something, but they don't ever do the work to actually get it. But you're different. You're special. Believe Nation, you made it here all the way to the end, and I love you. So it's a special celebration if you put a hashtag believe down in the comments below on this video, I will showcase you and celebrate you somewhere on the screen in a future video because you are awesome. If you want to manifest like Joe Dispenza, check out the top 10 video I did on him right there next to me. I think you'll love it. Continue to believe and I'll see you there. You start shifting, where you place your attention is where you place your energy. So if you're shifting your attention all over the board, your energy is scattered. Yeah. So then when you start disconnecting from everybody, your boss,